Before we get started today, I would like to say a huge thank you to our amazing sponsor of today's episode, The Queen's Magnet. Use code CROWNINGMOMENT for 15% off. Welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson, and today we have another special guest, and she is going to introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Rebecca Jia. I am your current reigning Miss Princess of America. Uh, I've been doing pageants for 10 years now. This is my first national title. I like to tell people that. A little humble brag moment. Why, why don't you? I am currently a graduate student studying for my master's in sociology. Uh, my platform is called Realizations, Ending Bias and Uplifting Culture. Let's talk a little more about your platform right off the bat. Tell us, the listeners, a little more about your platform. And I know I saw it on Instagram, so other ways that they can follow it. Yeah, um, so my platform is called Realizations. Um, It's a social initiative platform dedicated to bringing awareness to Asian American issues, as well as bridging gaps between communities of color. I started this platform sort of in response to what was going on in COVID-19, because, of course, as COVID-19 cases rose, so did xenophobia and racism happening in Asian communities around the world. And I personally cannot fathom that happening to me, my family, my friends, uh, any Asian in my community. Like The, the things that are happening is, is very heartbreaking, not to mention there are historic Asian businesses that are forced to close down and Asian communities in like big cities in New York um, are unkempt. They're not being taken care of because people just associate Asian Americans as as bad people because of COVID-19. So my platform is dedicated to bringing awareness to things that are happening in Asian communities that um, major mainstream media does not want to talk about. Have you had any type of service projects with your platform that you've done so far that you really enjoyed doing? Yeah, so I usually do my like huge projects in the month of May, and that's because May is AAPI Heritage Month or Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Uh, my last big project last year for May was called Love Asians Like You Love Our Food. And I tell people, hey, you eat food every day, don't you? I mean, who doesn't love food? And people seem to not care about Asian things, Asian issues, um, but they sure do love Asian food. So I decided, you know what, we're going to roll off that. So I created a whole online month-long event. I invited a bunch of my uh, Asian friends, Asian title holders, Asian activists. We we mukbang. Casey, do you know what mukbang is? Uh, mukbang is a Korean word uh, that means, that literally means eat room. And that literally is just people eating and talking in front of a camera. Um, I've become obsessed with that. Um, there's just something about like having someone there in front of you talking to you, telling a story while we're both eating food is like it's like it's like very like nice. So um I did mukbangs with all of my special guests. I even created like recipe videos and I basically was able to tie in talking about Asian American issues with food. And that project um, was a hit, honestly. And so now that May is coming up very soon, I have my next project in the works. When it's not the month of May, 
I tend to post as much as I can on my uh, social media platforms, uh, which is on my title holder page, my personal page, and even Realization's um, Instagram page. And I like to post like little pictures, little fast tidbits that you can quickly swipe through and read information of. Uh, I would the last post I did was on the importance of Lunar New Year. So just really fast tidbits, quick tidbits that people can just scroll through and get their information fast. Um, but yeah, that's what I do with my platform and my next major project will happen very, very soon. I, sh I should start I should start building up some anticipation for that, shouldn't I? <laughs> Absolutely. Social media is such a wonderful tool, especially for these social impact statements and these platforms that people are having nowadays. It, I wish that back in, you know, 2016 and like the height when I was competing at uh, Miss South Carolina America system, it would have been, I mean, Instagram just wasn't what it was yet. And now it is such an amazing platform to be promoting all of these different initiatives that we would have never thought of before. And I hate that some of these came into fruition from negatives. And that's one of the things I am glad that you do have the platform you do because it is very different. It's not something that everyone else has. But going back to your title. So what is what was the moment when you were being crowned Miss Princess of America? What was that like for you? Well, I feel like a lot of people were like, were like, did you cry? Were you shocked? Were you surprised? And of course I did all three of those things, right? But I was also, I just felt like really relieved. Like I felt that, because I, as I said before, this took me 10 years and it was definitely like the hard work paid off. This weight lifted off my shoulders. I was so relieved. I felt like, I, I feel like I couldn't cry because I was just so like, oh, finally, Oh my gosh, like the moment has finally come. I had so much blood, sweat, and tears, 10 years worth of it, and it finally paid off. So, um, of, of course, like when I think about giving up my title in a few months, I like start to tear up. <laughs> but I definitely found that my reign, my journey throughout Princess of America was definitely a, a blessing. I'm so glad that it came into my life. So, did you do the Princess of America system? for 10 years or was that the only system you tried i did i did a lot of different systems um and they didn't they didn't really like stick it they didn't really stick it with me as much as princess of america did um i started poa well actually i started poa in like 2015 when my friend was the state queen and she invited me to come to her nationals and that was when i was first introduced to poa i was like i was like this program is so like is so like nicely, nicely run. The staging is beautiful. And my friend even invited me as her plus one to like all the parties and stuff. And so I had like, I had like a behind the scenes look of exactly how it's run and how it and how the contestants really enjoyed themselves. And so that really stuck in the back of my brain for a really, really long time. But I just felt like it's not my time yet to start. So it wasn't until 2020. Um, I remember what I was doing actually. It was 2020. I just started watching. Um, oh gosh, what is the show called? Uh, is it is it Tiger King? It is Tiger King. Tiger King. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just I was about to say the Joe Exotic show, but um, uh, yeah, I remember what I was doing. It was during quarantine, and I had just started watching Tiger King, and I was cleaning my apartment, and I talked to myself, and I was like, I'm I'm bored of cleaning. I want to compete again, but what do I want to do? And now some POA came in the back of my mind. And I was like, you know what? I, I think it's time. I sent him my application. 
and um, I got a reply and I got my appointed title of Miss Iowa. I was living in Iowa at the time and um, I went to nationals and I had I had such a great time. Uh, it was it was seriously like more fun than I, I have ever had in any pageant that I've ever been to. And I went home with first runner up. And of course, when you are when you're that close, you gotta you gotta try it again. <laughs> you gotta try again. And so I came back in 2021 with the regional title of Miss Northern States. I competed at the state slash regional pageant that was actually directed by um, Val and Maddie, who are two people that I have known for a very long time. And they finally wrote me into their state pageant. I won Miss Northern States. And I went to nationals representing the northern states, and that's what I won. I know one of the big things that Marissa and I were talking about on our podcast episode before this one was the staging. She explained why they chose where they do nationals because it was set up for filming, like an actual, like a big scene. And so she said that it was one of the best things that they can bring to the table is for these girls to have that experience to be on such an amazing stage for competition. What would you what would you describe that setting being on stage at Princess of America is like? I have told so many of my friends that Princess of America puts so much like quality into their staging especially. I'm I'm obs- I'm obsessed with it. Marissa and Teresa are dance instructors I believe they own a dance studio in Missouri and so I can definitely see where the creative dance director everything comes into play in their venues and when I tell my mom because my my mom my mom is when she goes to pageants with me she's always like oh like the pageant stage is like right downstairs in the in the in the hotel next to the lobby but like this time she's when I first started POA she was like why do you have to drive like why isn't the stage like in the hotel and I was like well I was like when you see the stage you will completely understand why they do what they do it is it's perfect for performers like honestly the lights the 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 staging and the sound the everything is seriously perfect it's one of those stages where um it's like set up for theater. Yeah, because she said it was set up for filming. It's like it's like a big theatrical stage with like all the red velvet seats. And like it is seriously an experience, a stage like no other. Um, I truly believe that like every pageant should have their pageant like on a theatrical stage, you know, not just in some convention center. That's just my personal opinion. No, I absolutely agree. I've I've seen it all. I've seen the on the ground in a mall stages. Like literally they were walking on the tiles of the floor in a mall. They do that in South Carolina. It's a very interesting one. Um, Of course, the rise stage, the metal ones. Um, Another girl that I was talking to the other day, uh, Kate, she's from New Jersey. I know she's going to be listening to this episode. Uh, We had done a pageant in Pennsylvania and the staging, uh, we were in the Hershey, the Hershey Lodge. So we're in Pennsylvania in the Hershey Lodge and they have a conference center connected to the hotel. So we are, we're sitting there practicing for stage and Kate and I are sitting there whispering to each other and we're looking at the stage and the panels are not clicked together. And we're like, somebody's heel is going to get a girl's heel got stuck immediately. And we were like, 
did we just manifest this? <laughs> like, we're like, oh my goodness, we are, so, oh gosh, because a girl's heel got stuck in the stage, the stage was not, so girl, I tried, and that's what, when I was talking to Marissa, I was like, I've got to Google this place, so I was like Googling it, because I am a, as of next year, I will be one of the main national directors for America's International Miss, and so that's our thing, is like, where can we put a production? That is our thing. Because this, when you think about these big national pageants or international pageants, this is a production. People are paying to be here for a production. This is not the local mud bogging festival in the middle of the woods. Like, this is not that. This is a experience. People are here because they want to be here. They want to get that glamorous, luxurious feeling. And especially when Marissa was talking about the staging, my first thought was like, Now, that's how a national pageant needs to do it. Like, your first thought should be, okay, what can I give these girls that they're not going to get somewhere else? Other than, of course, the wonderful prize packages. Her and I had gone through that. Y'all have an amazing prize package. Just saying. Very awesome. And we were just talking about other things, about state pageants and all the parties you guys do. It's just very interesting. And they take the aspect of a national pageant to the next level with all of their parties and their get-togethers and their gifts they give you guys. So they really have it going on. But another thing I did want to tag on is what are those parties like at the event? What is that like? Do you mean like at at Nationals Week, right? Yeah. So um, last year they had the pink party. They had the neon pink party, I should add, because when I when I went to the pink party in 2020, it was just a pink party. But in 2021, it was like, black light, like neon colors everywhere. It had one of those um, mirror photo booth where you like can look at yourself in the mirror and it also takes pictures at the same time, which is really neat. And also had this backdrop with a balloon arch, dance floor. They had treats everywhere. So that was super fun. The pink party is Prince of America's like chef's kiss signature thing and i'm excited to to know what their theme is whether it's neon or if it's going to be a different one but um every year they have a themed party which they invite not just contestants but they also invite family members to join in so in 2020 it was the roaring 20s 2021 last year was a 70s theme so I'm really excited what this year's theme is going to be. Uh, I went through like pictures of past years and I believe they have like a superhero theme one year. That sounds super cool. I'm so into that, but I'm excited to see um, what they're going to what they're going to come up with. Yeah, their their theme parties usually have like they have a dinner and they have a lot. Oh, my God. They have a live band. I literally just reminded myself that they have a live band. Um, and it's it's seriously a blast. And they invite uh, family members to like dress up too. And it's it's a lot of fun. I remember in our conversations together, Marissa and I, she had brought up that they had a live band. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. But then now when you said it again, I'm like, a live band? Like what? I would have never thought of that at like a, like a pageant event. But that's very different. And I feel like they do a lot of things that keep them differentiate in a good way from other pageants because it gives you a totally different experience like I love like the PJ parties and the dinners and the fun events but the live bands inviting everyone to the event it's not just the girls is very important nowadays because 
after a pandemic, when you're, you know, cooped up and you're not really getting to see everyone, it's nice to be able to have everyone actually come together again. So I think that's really nice that they're allowing everyone to enjoy this fun, exciting event. Of course, everybody's probably got to get tickets, but still, it's just being together and having, you know, that time to just have fun. That's something that we definitely, you can still have fun during COVID, but not being able to enjoy everybody's being in front of you. Like, it's just so nice to have everybody around. It's like, that's one of the things I'm like, wow, that's, I can't wait for that again. Cause I haven't actually competed like in a big national pageant in, I don't know how many years, probably since, uh, America's International Miss used to be called USA Elegant Miss. So before they changed their name, that was the last time I competed for a national pageant. Um, the other ones I competed in the past year were either a scam or they were just, it was not, it was just like local state, like lower state ones. It wasn't anything big. So I'm really excited. I'm getting ready to do Ultimate International Miss in Florida in June. So I'm really excited to see like the whole national thing. Now I can see and hear about all these different national pageants. And I'm like, ooh, if a national pageant did this, it could be like this or like that. So I'm seeing all these pageant like things that everybody has all these awesome ideas that I would have never even thought of like myself. I'm like, oh, a live band. That would be such an entertaining thing instead of just having a regular DJ or somebody on, you know, Ox. Like, <laughs> it's just something very different. So I really like that. Also, like I said, y'all had a really good prize package. So what has, what part have you enjoyed most about the prize package from your year of winning? I say the little surprises that marissa and Teresa send you and it's not it's not like it's not like a crazy gift it's it's not like it's like a brand new car or anything but you know sometimes they'll just send you like a sweet card it's like thinking of you or i have a they sent me a halloween package um, a birthday card a christmas present and it they're just like little pick-me-ups you know that they just they just like make your day but I guess like the big the big prizes. Um, I got to walk in New York Fashion Week for Mark Defang. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm gonna go to Disney World with all my sister queens. I got um, like I got uh, eyelashes, which I love because I because I I mean you can see me, no one else can, but I have very short eyelashes. <laughs> I've got eyelashes. I got a title holder backpack. I got a thing to keep my um, sash clean from Sash Savers. Custom crown box. Uh, of course, my, my queen's magnet from my state prize package. But um, yeah, I got I got a lot of different things. But honestly, I truly find that the best prize are like the little surprises that Marissa and Teresa send you just to be like, like, hey, girl, we're thinking of you. And sometimes that's all you like. That's all you that's all you really need to make your day. I love that. Another thing that you're getting, I don't know if they told you this yet. Marissa told me this a few weeks ago before we were recording the episode. You're getting a crown case. I don't know if she told you that yet, but she said they're coming. <laughs> she said, she said, my girls are nagging me for a crown box. She's like, they're so hard to find or find the right ones that we want that fit the crown. I was like, I totally get it. I totally get it. I have been, I've had one crown box from when I had won that national pageant a couple years ago that I just keep, I keep scratching the letters off and then I'm, it still just says miss. And so I just like take it off and like, cause it fits, it fits all of the stuff that I have now. So I've got like my sash in it. I got my crown in it, but I feel bad cause I totally ripped off that old pageants like logo, but I was like, I need a new crown box. and I can't just like keep walking around with it, <laughs> but let's 
have the listeners hear a little more about you. So you mentioned that you were in school for, yes, sociology. So tell us a little more about what your future goals are with that. Yeah, um, I hope to get my PhD and become a professor. I got into sociology through criminology. Um, that I, I have my uh, bachelor's degrees in crim and soch. And um, the reason I chose to study sociology, especially on a master's level, is uh, like going back all the way to my platform uh, involving uh, Asian Americans. I grew up in a very white populated town and I, in my high school graduating class, I was one of six Asians in a class of 300 people. And so those, those are not, not good odds. <laughs> um, I was bullied a lot growing up for the way that I looked, uh, languages I spoke, the food that I ate. And so I began to erase that side of me. And I began this mindset of I am not an Asian American. I don't want to be associated with anything Asian at all. And you can imagine how damaging that is for someone in like middle and high school and in college trying to find what they want to do in life. So it wasn't until I took a race and ethnicity course in my undergrad that everything clicked. Um, to speak sociologi sociologically for a minute, um, it, I should not blame myself for feeling the way that I felt. It was society that was making me feel the way that I feel, that was making me feel unwanted and unimportant. And so I decided to take on sociology as uh, my as my major, as what I want to do in life, because I want to make sure that people who were in my position, especially people of color who were in my position to realize that their racial and ethnic identity is not something to be ashamed of. It's something you should be extremely proud of. That is the basis. Uh, well, that's one of the basis of my platform and truly my mission in life, honestly. What do you think has been your favorite part about finding yourself in your culture? I want to say loving myself again. Cause cause like cause like I said, I just I grew up hating myself. I grew up not wanting to speak Mandarin. I grew up not wanting to eat the food that my parents made. I grew up not celebrating my heritage, my culture. Um it's it's very, very damaging. I mean, I cannot speak Mandarin at the level that I did when I was a child and my family picks on me a lot for it but I realized that that is actually an issue that a lot of um, people of color especially ch children of immigrants face that they begin to lose the language they begin to lose their accent and I cannot speak Mandarin as well as I did when I was a child um, I wish I truly wish I, I could you know um, so Rediscovering myself in my culture really helped me rediscover what I want in life, how to love myself again, and how to be able to advocate and speak up for Asians and people of color, especially during times like right now. Especially in that speaking up part, if you had the mic for five minutes in front of a group of people, what would you say in pro support for the Asian community at this time? My general message, not just for Asians, but for all people of color, is I would say just because you yourself are not racist, just because you tell yourself, um, I would never say, 
I would never say that to someone of color. I would never do that to someone of color. There's someone in your community who does and who is and who has. And so I think it's really important for everybody to be an ally for all communities of color and realize that communities of color, people of color are really suffering during this time. We have so many things like weighing down on us. Uh, for like, like for example, for me, I was weighing down on myself. For, um, for African-Americans, we have the government politics weighing down on them, which began the BLM movement. So I think it's really important for people to realize that while you yourself tell yourself and others that you are not a racist, there's somebody who is. And that's why it's really important for everyone to be an ally and support others. All right. That is a very a very good and strong message. And I say it in the most respect. I'm just, I'm glad that you're open and vulnerable and willing to talk about this. I've never personally had these conversations before with anyone else. I just, I don't know. I've always just been afraid to kind of open that. I'm not a political person. I don't like to talk religion at tables. Like I've just always been more of a I'm good. I'm just not gonna not gonna talk about it because you never know whose feelings you're gonna hurt or possibly who you're gonna make really angry. Or if somebody may agree with you, they may feel different about other things and then want to be like, oh, well, we think the same, but there's some things that we might not think the same on. So it's really hard to have that kind of conversation nowadays. It really is. Sometimes it feels like you're walking on eggshells. You want to be very neutral but in this time it's very you need to be here or there and it's really hard and so I always you know I felt like you were a very nice person to talk to this about you you seem so sweet and genuine so I just thought it was really nice to just kind of ask you those questions I because I genuinely wanted to know yeah and I mean I want to say Casey that it's okay to feel that way it's okay to wonder like should I even say anything because that's the that's the point in learning like if you hear something that you don't know or you're not sure how to feel you 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 ask and if someone were to like if you were to ask me and I was like barking at you you know that that's wrong in my part that's wrong in my part to be aggressive to someone who's simply answer asking a question that they don't know um you can tell that I talk about this a lot in my sociology courses, but you know, I you know, I just want to say that it, for you and for everyone who's listening, it's totally okay to ask those questions. And if you want to ask and you want an honest but nice opinion, you can hit me up. I love that. I really do appreciate that because, like I said, I'm just not the person that wants to possibly cause harm or make someone else feel upset with themselves. And so that's what I just, I like to just stay in my own little box. It's not that I'm putting my blinders on or ignoring the facts out there. I, of course, I'm always educating myself, but I'm not, I'm just not the one to first speak and be like, well, this is my thoughts. It's more of, I like to seek to understand. And that is the big thing. And so I really appreciate you, especially because I understood like what you're doing with your major and your master's program. So I'm like, okay, she'll have a good, (laughs) a good look on this. Um, But going back to that, I want to kind of, you know, wrangle it back into the pageant system. I wanted to just throw this in there. I found the Princess of America system actually through your social media. And a few months back when I was kind of deciding, okay, what pageant system do I want to do? And I applied for a bunch of them. Princess of America was the first one I actually applied for. And when it came down to it, I was just like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And uh, my coach now, ultimately, we, we ended up going up with another system. But I know definitely in the future, this is one that I really do want to circle back to, and I don't just say that to everyone I'm on the podcast with. I really do mean it, and I hope the listeners here 
from not only you but also your director what this system really has going for it and it is it is truly amazing the i mean the prize package you guys have the queens that you guys have you're very genuine nice people and your directors are Chris is literally the sweetest. She was so nice to me. And she was she was also one of the first people I reached out to because I saw an ad on Instagram. And because I had already seen your social media. And I was like, okay, I've seen it twice now. If you see something more than once, it's probably a sign. So then that's when I finally reached out. Because I told her on the episode I was genuinely interested in what the system was about. I wanted to know for myself. So I'm glad that the listeners could also hear all these great and positive things about your system, as well as uh, I was trying to get Marissa to tell me, but she won't. I know y'all probably don't know the answer either. Y'all do a custom uh, opening number from, I guess it was Rachel Allen. Um, What was it like last year? I didn't ask her what the one last year was. It was a halter neck little cocktail dress had pockets and it was like all glitter it was it was all glitter um silver 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 all the way down to a pink ombre at the hem um that one that's a very that's a super fun dress um I really like you know not only the fact that you get to rock like a custom dress but also that it's something that is actually fun and that you get to wear over and over and over again well i cannot wait to see you guys at nationals this year and your rachel allen opening number outfits i'm super excited i'm definitely gonna go check out instagram for what y'all had last year and i want to say thank you again for being on the podcast and i have one final question to ask you are you ready in what way has pageants positively impacted you my answer is what i said before and I feel like if it wasn't for pageants, I wouldn't be able to rediscover my cultural identity within myself. Um, I have never like had an activity that I participated in, like in grade, middle, high school, that really got a bunch of people from different backgrounds, race, class, religions, all together and creating this like sister bond in which we uplift each other and so I I've, I've done I've done theater I've done choir I've done sports and, and it was it just never clicked for me as much as pageants did and I mean I guess that's why I'm still doing pageants you know for 10 years um it just never clicked the way that pageants d- did and I was able to meet so many amazing women amazing friends amazing asian american women that i get to connect with and so without without that journey of pageantry without meeting those women without challenging myself to think outside of the box when it came to talking about my race and ethnicity and like my speeches and stuff and of course my platform i would i couldn't fathom if I would even be in a master's program studying sociology, if I would have decided I want to be a professor for the rest of my life. Um, if it wasn't for pageantry, I, I truly, truly would not be where I am today. That is an amazing answer. I love hearing everyone's answer. I say it every time because it truly is, it's different for everyone. They've been touched by the pageant world in so many different ways that nobody really understands except for themselves. And so to hear it directly from a contestant, from a national winner, 
it's amazing. It truly is. And I want to say thank you so much again for being on this and especially to Marissa, one of your co-directors, for allowing you to join in on this opportunity as well as I want to do a little congrats for you on winning the Queen's Magnet um, program that they had go out. That was so awesome. I love Journey and the Queen's Magnet. And you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. Bye.